the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Welcome to Yak Radio, a radio show that's about, well, who knows? It's a different topic every week, but Yak Radio is always full of information to help you and your family get through life. Now, here's your Yak Radio host, Dave Stahl. All right, folks, welcome. This is... Yak Radio with Dave Stahl on FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. All right, and we've got Brittany in the house because she has a very special show lined up for us. Oh, yeah. Do you want to tell us a little bit about it? Well, we have a champion in-house today. Wow. Okay. Yes. She's a professional adaptive athlete. Okay. She's dabbled in things such as wheelchair rugby. We didn't I didn't get to clarify all this. Yeah. And skateboarding as well, but she has got a strong draw to water. Water. Yes, and she's on the US national surfing team. That is loud. What did you do? It's so loud in my ears. Brendan we're going to smack you as soon as you come in here. I won't. But back to our special guest. She's yeah. on the U.S. National Surf Team. And I believe ranked number one on the East and West Coast and currently ranked sixth in the world. Wow. Yes. Wow. She is fierce. She is fun. And if you look at her outfit, she's fabulous. <laughs> you are. She's got a le- She's rocking a leather jacket right, right now. Well, she I didn't know it. anything about this. <laughs> I love she it. didn't know anything about the, the, the kitchen we have here at JCBQ. <laughs> oh it's a little warm. But please welcome Quinn Waitley and her pusher, her father, David. All right. How you doing, Quinn? I'm doing good. How are you? Can you believe you're getting an introduction like that from her? She's fabulous. But see, she gets this way. So you got to really watch excited. her. She gets overly excited. And most people start choking up after you've been introduced. But uh, So you're one of these girls that, hey, try this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Pretty much? <laughs> yeah. I've I've grown up like that. Okay. So, yeah. So how yeah. long how long have you been, I guess we could say, in a wheelchair? So I've been in a wheelchair pretty much. I was born with my disability. Ah, so okay. Um, so you don't really know any different other than? No. I've known nothing different, and it's just been a crazy roller coaster, and I wouldn't <laughs> trade anything for the world. Hey, so can can I just bring up a story? Can you talk about the cribs? Yeah. Because it's been crazy since, well, before she can remember. So, yeah. So, moving on to more of my story, I'm actually one of seven girls. So, <laughs> See my, dad's gray hair? That, yeah, so, he's only 23. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, the best part about my story that I love to share with people is that I'm one of seven girls. My parents, my mom, Heidi, and my dad, David, have my three older sisters, Kyla, McKenna, and Demi, and then they tried for one more, and naturally, no in vitro got four identical (laughs) quadruplet girls. Surprise! Oh, my goodness. So, um, I... 
I think the correct way to say this, my dad can cut in, but they had seven girls under the age of eight, right, Dad? Right. So, yeah. Um, There's a lot going on in yeah, that household. I would think. Yeah, so the back to the crib story. Um, yeah, the four of us, so we we always grew up and we were like a little squad uh, they <laughs> they call they called us the quad squad we yeah. have many nicknames um, <laughs> but i think you can say the age dad but like uh my one sister sydney would get out of her crib let our sister maddie out and then bailey out and then the three of them would pull me <laughs> Pull you out. Pull me out, and then we would just cause mayhem. I can, why do I? Did look at that look on her face. I know, face. for 28 years straight, I think. Yeah. So, Dad, <laughs> what were you thinking? Well, One more. Just, we only tried for four. We didn't really plan on the extra three that came in. Uh-huh. Is this mic oh, on? Oh, oh, is, is this mic on? David's mic on. You didn't have the knob turned up? Now try it. He's, he's working on it. Hold on a sec. You wanted a fourth, and you were blessed. With seven. With bonus. Yeah, three extra. Three. Which, by the way, Quinn made sure to tell me, I'm one minute older. I'm two minutes older than. <laughs> it, it counts, okay? Yeah. <laughs> it counts. But I will say, I am the smallest, so. Oh, okay. Well, but that's okay. Small but mighty. There yeah. you go. I actually, I actually get my name from the Mighty Quinn song from Bob Dylan. So. Oh yeah, yeah, that's so. pretty cool. So here you've got all these gir- no boys, no boys. Yeah, well, that's all right. Bob boys or mamas boys and girls or daddies girls. Don't let anybody kid you. So you, <laughs> and they're not just laying around, not just sitting around. I have a seen move. You they're on the move, athletic. Well, you're constantly throwing different things in front of them to see what they want to try, see what they, you know, sports and what have you. Yeah. We've been playing defense from the beginning. <laughs> Just the two of you, you and your wife? Yeah. Us <laughs> against them. I was going to say. And I they don't, outnumber you significantly. And I doubt it's getting any easier, right? No. No, it's not. But wow. we love it. So yeah. Play, oh, sorry. So you played soccer? Was that one of the first, like, more organized sports? Well, so... My three older sisters got into soccer, okay. and the reason I'm so competitive is because I tried to do everything my sisters mm-hmm. could do. So when we grew up in Alpine on, like, eight acres, so we had, like, a soccer field. So oh they would always put me in goalie, and I would be on my hands and knees, <laughs> like, okay. And then, uh, okay. you know. They would kick the ball straight, at you, at me, straight over my head, and you know they they would. Cut. I think I got a bloody nose one time or something. Mm. They're like, and my dad's like, you guys. And my sisters were like, we're including her. She's <laughs> she's included. Yeah, yeah but she's, she's bleeding. Were you laughing then, or are you laughing now? Oh, I always laugh okay. when I get injured. So, yeah. but yeah, no. So I honestly, my sisters would drag me carry me around with whatever they did we would do plays growing up so they included you, know. you in everything yeah every why not thing um yeah we have like home videos of plays and always funny story this one play my sister was directing it and i got upset through a tantrum for some reason 
And even though I didn't want to be in the play, one of my sisters was on their hands and knees doing my part oh, because in my sister's brain, she's like, someone has to be Quinn. Mm-hmm. She on, has to be included. On their hands and knees. And it's just like one of my favorite memories. I'm like, oh, yeah. like. <laughs> Yeah, so you if know. you don't want to do it, fine. I'll do it, but yeah. I'll be you. Yeah. yeah. So Your stunt double. Yeah, so uh, my older sisters were great soccer players and with the four of us, we um I think my dad coached soccer as well and even though I was on the sidelines, you know, my dad and I would be playing catch with a football, baseball or tennis ball or I, you know. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So. So she didn't really take her disability, you know, as a detriment. He just had to adjust. Right. You know, it's interesting. I always say this, and of course, I end up with seven kids. So who gets who gets a who gets an, a guidebook for seven <laughs> daughters? Right. Daughters. Good Lord. And you know, we feel that way when we have our first kid. Right. Where's yeah. the rule book? Yeah. yeah. Well, how am I supposed to do this? So when we end up having you know multiple kids at once, and then you know we've got seven kids under the age of eight and we're just trying to figure out how to do it and then we got you know came along after six or nine months we started finding out okay quinn has cerebral palsy uh-huh. what does that mean and so we just kind of persevered and thankfully she grew up in a family close-knit girls that right. were very competitive and they took her everywhere and we yeah. did the same thing so because she didn't have to right you know they could just say she was a burden right just leave her at home yeah. Which I have a sneaky feeling that would not happen. No. Why do I think her hiding in the back seat or in the trunk? Because you knew she's going to go with them, right? Yeah. yeah. She like, I mean, she would say, well, what am I going to do? Dad, throw me in the pool. They're yeah. jumping in. Throw Why me. can't I? Come throw on. Throw me higher. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So when we come back, let's talk about some of the sports that you've taken on. Because you don't seem to feel that there's a challenge to any of them. Otherwise, you wouldn't have done it. You just figured out how to adapt yourself to be able to play. And really, you're probably in a good time right now because, you know, adaptive, uh, you know, folks that are that are handicapped, more and more sporting events are coming around that you can participate in. And I think that's that's huge. So let's take a quick break. We come back and we'll do some more. What do you think? Absolutely. This is this FM. Is Quinn 90, hour. The Quinn Hour on FM 961 AM 1170. The Answer. folks welcome back to kcbq am 1170 the answer where this show off air is always better on air it keeps going yes it is and so Brittany was nice enough to put down put or get this nice family in or at least a portion of it who have you got in studio quinn waitley and her pusher which would be your dad? Yes, we'll get to that. I think we'll focus on water because there's a lot with okay. this family regarding water. So she's got, she's in a wheelchair. You got cerebral palsy. Yes, or, I have quadriplegic spastic cerebral palsy. So okay, it affects all my four limbs. Okay, so okay, very good. But that didn't seem to slow you down. 
Good God, can you imagine if you were all healthy and all fours worked? Jeez Louise, you'd be in serious trouble, Dad. You'd yeah. be going all over the world because this girl, I everything think they are. Yeah, everything she Already. gets into. So you're involved in a lot of different activities. We'll use that word. Yes. But water seems to be what really makes your day. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's funny. Growing up disabled, I think the doctors and even me and my parents thought surfing would be the last sport. Duh. <laughs> Most people can't stand up on a surfboard if they're... I know, right? I fell off it several so, times. But what what made you... Were you just at the beach one day and you go, you know what? I bet I could do that. So when I grew up in East County Alpine, now we're in Coronado, I, we always grew up in pools and... Uh. Honestly, we had this one house. My dad made this amazing pool. It was like the our house was the birthday party house. Like <laughs> it was, it was the best pool. Um, I think it was the deepest end. That was twelve feet oh wide or something like that. Wow, that's a serious. So, ready for the ocean? Yeah. So we always grew up in a pool, and uh, again, like you know, my sisters and I would do relays and. Um, with the, like clothes on, like one would jump in and then put a n- another set of clothes on, and like <laughs> you know, chicken fights, like dibble dabble, all that, like always in the water, always loved the pool. Wow, and, like, have so many memories of that. So. so, how'd you get into surfing? You know, Dad, do you want to jump in on how I got into? Yeah. Surfing? Well, did we, you introduce it to her, or did she introduce it to you? No, I introduced it to her. I grew up at the beach. Oh, I was so. always a beach kid, more of a water guy, body body surfer. Sure. And so when we had the opportunity, number one, some of our other sports, they land hard. You know, you, you oh. play wheelchair basketball and you fall. Yeah. Well. If you're a skater and you fall in the pool, it hurts a yeah, lot. Yeah, so, or on the ice or any of those. Any of those things. Yeah. So, you know, Getting her out in the water and just dealing, and she had no fear because she grew up in the pool. Yeah, it was kind of a natural thing, and 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 uh, we were kind of on the front end of this prone surfing. She lays on the surfboard, holds on, and needs someone to push her. And then she's been thankfully, as, as we talked about, adaptive athletics and adaptive surfing is just blowing up around the world. And yeah, it is so many unique adaptations and athletes all over the world. That is amazing. In your division. We were talking about divisions in the green yeah. room, and I withheld a question, Dave. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> um, since you can swim and you have so much experience, do you think you have an advantage over your competition? Um, I would say yes and no. So, like, again, my dad says I have no fear, and so would and I think that might play so into would it, yeah. every. Every single one of my friends, like, everyone's like, Quinn, you have no fear. And I'm like, no, I'm absolutely terrified. (laughs) Okay. But the only way I can get out of the water is if I surf, (laughs) is if I stay on the board. Yeah. Yeah. Easiest way, yeah. um, Yeah, so, but I would say I would, there's an advantage, yes and no. Um. I'm very comfortable in the water. I wear a life vest. I can doggy paddle and thankfully turn myself over. Let's say if I wipe out mm. and I'm face down, I am able to flip myself over on my back and doggy paddle. But um, 
during competition, my dad doesn't like me to swim. Because yeah. I just use up so much energy. energy. Right. And so... Um, there's a constant debate. I always joke with my dad. I'm like, they should mic us up <laughs> out in the water. <laughs> but um, Or not, says or not, dad. I think. <laughs> yeah, and I'm so, thinking the same thing. Wow. And so, um, yeah, so thankfully I have the ability to turn myself over. But um, I just so, wonder if knowing that gives you a sense of calm or security yeah Yeah, security yeah it does and also the fact that my dad is out in the water for me it's a whole nother level of comfort like and um, if he wasn't there yeah so funny enough like i i had a contest back in september and it was my first one of my very few contests without my dad there because he was in italy with my mom so Mm. My sisters really stepped up, and oh. so did my sister's boyfriend. So that was a huge, huge deal for Who me. Who was your pusher? My sister's boyfriend, Jimmy. I will give him give credit. Him a shout he, out right now, Jimmy. He's a li- he's a San Diego lifeguard. So oh, okay. perfect. Um, yeah. So, but also my sister Demi and my other sisters, they were water safety on the beach. So. Um, yeah, honestly, I couldn't surf without um, hope and water safety. And honestly, I wouldn't surf without water safety, to yeah. be honest. So. Well, but see, there you know they'll take care of you. They've been taking care of you. Well, they might be stuffing you and things every yeah, once in a while. Yeah, but. so <laughs> I'm, I'm still very lucky. My sister and my family are very involved because I couldn't – I couldn't compete without them. And you're one of the few whose pusher is a relative, correct? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So that's special ball. I think that's that's kind of a special thing yeah. as well. So do you have sponsors? Yes, I do. See, I, I have, was, you knew I was going to ask. Ah, she's prepared. Pull it up, girl. Pull it up. I, I actually have quite a few, but um, the main sponsor, one of the main ones I want to highlight is my family's nonprofit called Team Quinn. So... That's my main sponsor. They're the backbone. Okay. And then uh, USA Surfing, and then definitely. And then um, I have quite, uh, like, I have a few different surfboard sponsors. So there's one more wave, which is my current board with Attic Surfboards, my best board lately so far. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been working out. And then my other boards, uh, Bird Surf Shed. And Joe Goper, and then we have um, Benway Surfboards, and then the other sponsors are Matus Wetsuits, um, Challenge Athletes Foundation, uh, High Fives Foundation, Salty Crew, uh, Vapor Wheels, Viore Clothing, and last but not least, Box Wheelchairs, who... Mm-hmm. I used to do the WCMX and skateboarding with, and he also makes beach wheelchairs that he's donated oh. to Team wow. Quinn. So, see, see, see that, that's why we're going to do TV. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's because, you know, it's all about education and it's all about, edu- I mean, I did a segment with uh, Golden Boys. They do adaptive yeah. vehicles. I love Golden Boys. And they t- looked at me when I told KOSI I was going to bring them on TV. They go, 
No, that's no, that's negative. I go, no, what you, no, this positive. Yeah. Sure enough, I brought them on. We did a bunch of vehicles. We got so many phone calls for people that had family members end up in a chair but didn't know how to get them from point A to point yeah. B. Golden Boys are the best. Yeah. That, you, now you send this show to Golden Boys yeah. and you get some sponsorship. Well, that's I actually love Golden Boys because that's been one of my biggest opticals yeah. is driving. And funny enough, a longtime person I've known from wheelchair sports camps and mm. stuff from when I was a teenager, he works at Golden Boys. Ah. So... Um, I would say last year, so I'm still working on my license, yeah. which my sisters freak out about. And so, <laughs> and, I'm fearless behind the wheel, and so oh. and so does my mom. But my dad's still here. I I've been driving with him. Oh, so. yeah. you're the. It's partly the why he, he's just over here shaking his head. Do you have a choice? I I already um, got six girls the driver's license. Yeah. So you only got one, one more. Is that's it a white knuckle experience when Quinn's behind the wheel? For most people, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Quinn's a good driver, you know, but she has to overcome her her difficulties. And yeah. we have a Golden Boy vehicle. Oh, do you? Oh, we okay. do. So we just had one made because there's no way to really teach Quinn how to drive without having yeah all specific the controls adapt adaptions for her right so we love sean up there wait a minute you're in a minivan yep we call it the quinny van the Qu- uh, or 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 if you can come up with a better name but right now it's the quinny van that'll so. work can you elaborate on the physics or, or how your surfboard is adapted to you because we have a lot i mean we're in san diego i'm sure there's a lot of surfers uh in, that are listening and we're on radio so you can't see it so you'll have to explain it dad do you want to Take this because sure. you're the you're sure. the engineer. Yeah. So, thankfully, in the last ten years, so many great surf um, uh, surfboard shapers have started learning how to do this, and so many surfers. So, they're a little bit wider. So the surfboard's a little wider. That stability. Mm-hmm. It needs to have a little more float. Quinn specifically float. Okay. doesn't. Uh, she's one of the few athletes that can't lay on her board and and maintain her balance. Mm-hmm. She will will flip over so we have to have a special a little extra width a little more float in it and they'll usually change the rails of the surfboard she has handles and a lot of other prone surfers like her who lay on the board will have guides to hold their legs in Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, quinn's competing against quadriplegic so you know some of them have no feeling or movement and and that can be a a negative or a positive you know they stay on the board that's one great thing but of course it's a little scary when they're in the water because they need a little more. Um, well, they can't kick their right they away. can't kick their feet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So Quinn's in between where she uh, she has movement in her body, but not great control, and so we have to have some things that hold her in the board mm-hmm. a little bit better. Are so they the same the length? Um, usually shorter. I mean, they they have a little different weight distribution because you're not standing on the board, which is in the back okay. half. Mm-hmm. You're laying on the board. So we have a little different fin placement. The fins are placed a little bit forward. Can, can she move up and down from the front to the rear of the board? A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Some you have surfers- to find that sweet spot, don't you? Yeah. I'm still working on that. <laughs> yeah. part, so. It's out there somewhere. It's a, it's a constant, constant, constant going. So I've been surfing for eight years. So I started surfing competitive, competitively in 2015 and I'm still, I'm still trying to find the sweet spot. And then, and you wanted to get on that U S national 
team, correct? Oh, yeah. And you got that in 2017? Yeah. Just after so, two years? What? I think the first year they held the ISA in La Jolla, and one of my childhood best friends, Patrick Iverson, and, um, you know, another person that I always looked up to as a kid, Christian Bailey, um, you know, wow. they put Patrick, they put Patrick, <laughs> wow. they put Patrick on the team and I was, I was so happy, but like, I the, need to do that. Yeah. I, lo- <laughs> I, lo- I looked at him and I turned and looked at my parents and I'm like, I'm going to get on the U.S. national team. Nice. And dad says, well, of okay. course you are. Yeah. Let's take a quick break. We're going to extend this story because I think it gets better and better right here on FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks, welcome back. You're listening to FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. Brittany Sandoval snuck her in, drove all the way back from Palm Springs. That was last night. She went to the races. I did give up a concert tonight because I could not miss this. Oh. Yeah. Suicidal Tendencies, one of my sponsors Um, for the race car. I just couldn't. Couldn't do it. All right, so who you got in the house? Quinn Waitley, and I keep saying, and her pusher, because it is such a dynamic the two of them have. She has her own father as the pusher out there in the middle of the ocean. David. Yeah, so we're going to, they have a foundation as well, and we talked a little bit about it off air, but we're going to save that for the last segment. Because if there's anybody out there that's experiencing the same thing they have, uh, the only difference with her is she was born, because her dad and I were talking off air, a lot of people that end up, you know, in a wheelchair because of an accident you know motocross which is kind of like our racer radio guests it, road it, to recovery exactly <laughs> yeah. so and and that's a great program as well well i'm really looking forward to talking about that but outside of that so you surf will you quit looking she at smiles ra- all no, the time she's looking at a race car you know it's going to her head I bet I could do that. You know, put some little handy cam. Most, like, I do a little bit of stalking online when I have a guest. And this hasn't even come up in any of our conversations. You dance a lot, too. Yeah. Yeah. Like, every other Instagram post was her dancing. How does that work? Yeah. (laughs) So, it's funny. My specific dancing, it's so funny that you bring that up. um, That's because she's a stalker. Yeah. well, so it's funny. So, me, like the four, the quad squad, me and my sisters, we, you know, the moment we turned 18, we grew up in Alpine, East County. So, mm-hmm. a lot of my surfer friends are like, oh, you're a surfer, you listen to country. Like, and I'm like, yeah. Um, All so, the time. Yeah. So, I, that's kind of where I get my country from, like as country as you can be in California. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I live in Alpine too, so um, I totally agree with what you you're know, saying. You know, so we started going to like Stampede and all oh. that. But yeah, um, again, like I just love being spun and dipped and all that. Yeah. And uh, my church I go to, there's this girl who's a dance teacher, and she just puts on this uh, this dance class every Tuesday, and you just get to meet people oh, and dance. Okay. And I. 
Specifically, I love country swing and two-step and right. uh, line dancing. And it's pretty funny because as far as I know, like I go to Moonshine Beach or Moonshine Flats. I've never been to Stagecoach yet. Oh. I'm, I've been wanting to go for years, maybe my 30th. but Bucket <laughs> for, list. Birthday. Yeah. But yeah, but no, I love... It's pretty funny because I show up and I'm the only one in a wheelchair and these guys look at me. They're like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, they're absolutely terrified. And, I and just, then you go out and start dancing. Yeah, I just kind of go for it and I've taught most of them how to dip me. And, oh. And it's so fun. Like, I'm like, speed is our friend. So you. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Did you just say speed is our friend? Yeah. So, so my my dad my dad can elaborate. He 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 picks me up on Tuesday, and my parents just watch. So oh, I'm. You don't join her on the dance floor. No, I'm not a dancer. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You're yeah. a you're a pusher. I'm yep, a pusher. he's a pusher. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so every Tuesday, so every is this in Coronado? No, uh, yeah, not not in Coronado. There's this was in Alpine, though, with the uh, dance studio. Where, where, where is it, Dad? It's kind of an old town. It's yeah. Like in yeah. Oh, okay. All right. So they they rent this building, and you have a DJ, and you just dance for like three hours, and then oh, if I want to go out with my sisters, we go to Moonshine Beach, or right. I used to. Go to Incahoots. Yes, it closed down. Oh, that broke my heart. Oh. But I was, yeah, Incahoots. Look, he's oh, dude. Is. I know Incahoots. Uh, I I absolutely loved Incahoots uh-huh. so much. So yeah, yeah. That was really too bad. I was hate to see my it. sister from another mother. She was there four days a week. Yep, at least she was on the dance team. Like, yeah. Well, I think the Renegade is kind of yeah, the that Renegade. Up. Yeah, that's close to. I you. I have not gone there. What? I I. I have to go check it out. It's so, so close to you. Yeah, so. Well, sort of, because they live in Coronado. Oh, now. I'm sorry. I've been stuck in Alpine still. Yeah, it yeah. was so close to you. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. All right, so. We wanted to stick to something from the second uh, segment, and I don't remember what it was. Oh, don't look at remember me. You said we were going to continue it. Well, we wanted to talk about the the, 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 uh, the nonprofit, but we'll do that in the last segment. I have a question that was sent so, to me from an admirer, not like somebody yeah. who's been inspired by okay. you. Because um, thanks to Michael Lewis, he put a nice press release yes, out. So a lot of people knew that we were going to have this interview. And so somebody actually contacted me. Ooh. This person shall remain anonymous. <laughs> Until we get to a break. Um, uh, this person is also an athlete. And um, this person can relate a bit to your story. Um, and says, my question to Quinn... How do you find the balance and where does your tremendous inner strength come from, knowing that uh, you are you have a challenge? Um, I would say, besides my family, number one is my faith in God. Like, that's the backbone, you know? I love, I grew up going to Shadow Mountain and all that and, um, you know, listening to David, David Jeremiah. And as an adult... Um, you know, just to learn about my own faith rather than growing up and being like, oh, this is what I was taught. And, um, you know, just that's my number one, you know, without it. And I've met some amazing people at my church and I've had an amazing Bible study besides my dad. And, you know, that's, I wouldn't, who knows where I would 
be without that. Right. So. And you're truly an inspiration. And you, and you like to talk. And I think when you talk to other people that are in your situation, they listen. I think everybody listens. I do. Dad, Dad, is she ever in a bad mood? Not very often. She's got an amazing, resilient. But when she is, watch out! Come on, come on, Dad. You can, you can tell the truth. (laughs) Don't, don't put that pressure. I mean, you're a human. You're human. Yeah. Yeah. But when you have a bad day, I mean, you're like anybody and everybody else, right? Yeah. Bad days are bad. I mean, we all have them. Yeah. It's just how do you deal with it? Um. <laughs> some better than others. You know, I would, yeah, you know, I reach out to some of my close friends. Right. You know, I'm actually not that best at sharing my emotions mm-hmm. a lot. Um, but either, you know, I'm hanging out with my sisters, um, just depending on what the topic is you know sisters friends country music yeah or if i don't want to talk about it i'm in the gym oh so okay so do you go to the gym on a regular basis yes i don't want to talk about it how many days a week do you go um i i've had a little bit of a shoulder injury but if i was healed i would be in the gym like three four days okay mainly upper body no uh, whole body everything okay so do you have a tra- do you have a spe- specific gym that you like to give them um, a little accolades to well now yeah so uh, <laughs> i currently just joined sdsu the head oh. adaptive coordinator for oh. adaptive sports his name's aj gonna destroy his last name but that's okay um <laughs> You probably wouldn't Go use AJ. it first. You know, uh, he came to my local gym in Coronado and then got hired at SDSU. Even though I'm not a student, mm-hmm. they do this program and their whole facility is cool. But yeah, does he wear you out? Uh yeah. I just <laughs> I just started training with him again, uh, so you have to wait and see. Huh? I think that maybe you really want to train with him because. Although you're very accomplished, you still want to do, there's still a dream out there. Yeah. What is that dream? You know, I I was huge into CrossFit a couple years ago, and last year I was studying to become a personal trainer, and I took the exam twice, and I didn't pass it, mm-hmm. so. Yet? We'll, we'll see. My older sister, McKenna, is also a personal trainer, so. There are some parts of it I love and some parts I don't. Isn't that ever well, almost so, jobs? <laughs> we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I don't know if I'm going to go back and try to do that, but... I'm also thinking about Paralympics. I, are we still reaching for that dream? Uh, that's actually been my dream since I was five years old. So that's I, been the dream. I just... You know... I've I've wanted to go to the Paralympics. I didn't know what sport. When I was little, it was basketball. And then, like, you know, being wheelchair basketball mainly consists of paraplegics and amputees. And I could never shoot the ball, but I was a great defender, you know. Um, I, ch- I cherry-picked a lot. <laughs> Thank you for your honesty. Um, you know... <laughs> But then, so, then they moved me to quad rugby, which is mainly quadriplegics and amputees. Mm-hmm. And 
um, all that. And I did that for years, wanting to go to the Paralympics for that. And then the way those chairs were built for the sport, I was in my chair a lot, and it ended up hyperextending my knee or something, oh. and I couldn't. I could no longer sit in that position because mm. of my knee. So I had to give that up. And then along came WCMX, mm. or wheelchair skateboarding. And, um, yeah, now, so. How do you explain a wheelchair skateboard? So. Th- her? Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Is that you? Oh, yeah. Can Describe this, Dave, to the listeners that are, because we're radio. That's the people. O-M-G. There's air. She's in the air. <laughs> Three feet, maybe, two feet. How do you get the air? Wait a minute. I don't what are you doing? I don't see any shock absorbers. There, there are. They ain't big enough. Good. But she's wearing yeah, a helmet, thank God. It's like God. an old motocross. It's got two inches of travel. That's not enough. So is that is there is that an Olympic is that an Olympic event? So um, not yet. So skateboarding's um, just getting. Into I think the I think if you guys Google my friend, his name is Aaron Wheels, fathering Cam. Um, <laughs> he's he's the main guy doing that. And for years, I got to say, I'm like, oh, I'm the girl version of Wheels, you ah. know. But yeah, um, I still I still love skating. But the way I would describe it to users especially if you're in a wheelchair because i am i would just treat my wheelchair like a skateboard or bmx bike as aaron or any of my adaptive skating friends like to say and i would just drop into concrete bowls she just drops into concrete you know who she needs to meet she i know who you're gonna say i think i know you're gonna say and she knows him who the lady in uh up in the temecula area not temecula paris valley just had a skate park named Gale after Gail Webb. Gail, yeah. Gail Webb. Do you know Gail Webb? You should. No, oh. you should Google Gail Webb. Oh yeah, you got to Google Gail Webb. This, Gail she's, Webb. Yeah, she's she's put that sport on the map. Yeah, and skateboarding. She, she mentored Tony Hawk. Yeah. Oh, and, I would. And he even called yeah. into the show. She tried. She loves I, tricking me. I think I would. I think I would cry yeah. if I met. Tony, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, she could make it happy. I mean, he called uh, in to us. I, I'm starting to sweat right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, well yeah. you got to give her Gail Webb's contact info. Yeah. And I think, because Gail Webb, she's She's an, amazing, an inspiration as well. Yeah, yeah. she's That's totally. That's why you, you two need to meet each other. Right. She'd love you. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, I want to find out more about this foundation right here on FM 961 AM 1170. The Answer. Folks, welcome back. Unfortunately, this is the last segment. Oh, stuff once again off air. It she would grab is. anybody to push her. That's right. Give me air. And we're talking about Quinn, and uh, she is in a wheelchair, and, but that doesn't seem I'm to slow her down. down. She was watching NASCAR that's on the TV, and she's got that twinkle oh, yeah. in her eye. What did you say? Eye. Speed is our friend? Yeah, so she likes <laughs> to go fast. 
Billy, yeah, I see you looking, don't you? Yeah, Is that sure. what going on behind me? Yeah, there's your boy. Ah! Hi, Kyle. I know. Kyle so, is my Tony Hawk to you. Yeah, yeah, so she gets all insane. That's why I have the TVs on this side, not yeah. this side. I pay attention. Yeah. So, so Dad, talk oh, to us did about... did you need to do a sponsorship? Sorry. No, I don't need a sponsorship. Oh, okay. So talk about uh, this program you've got, uh, this this uh, foundation. Yeah, we, we, uh, we've had a foundation for a long time called Team Quinn. It's really inspired by Quinn mm-hmm. and... There's a lot of great foundations doing so much right sure. now for the adaptive community. Ours is really emphasizes the team behind the athlete and mm-hmm. behind the the disabled person. And so we really encourage the families to come. We do surf events where we take people out surfing sometimes for the first time. Mm-hmm. And we, Quinn particularly, because she's an athlete that's been, you know, been on this, this unique road as a athlete born with a disability not injured so Mm -hmm. she's competing against a lot of people that have been an athlete their whole life and you know they still have the the knowledge Mm -hmm. of of what you know they were able to do in the past so we're trying to learn that we want other families and and other athletes to you know get a glimpse of it Mm -hmm. and learn that they can do they can do parts of these things whether it's skating or Mm -hmm. surfing well and you've become an outlet yeah because a lot of times it doesn't make a difference if you were born with it or if, if you've had an accident. It's probably harder if you've had an accident because the the, the shock of the transition being, over yeah being put into a wheelchair can be very very negative. Where Quinn can say, "Well, you know that's right, but I've had it my whole life." So then, when Quinn starts telling him what she's gone through and how you have to handle yourself and what your mindset needs to be. And yes, you're going to have good days and you're going to have bad days, but you just need to remember the the long-term goal. And that's to give back as much as you can in a positive fashion and help other people that are in this situation. And I got to tell you, dad, awesome spokesperson. Quinn has done such a good job. So, you know, for, for young kids that are, we're, born in a wheelchair where yeah. not sure how to figure out what can they do what, yeah. what's going to be my sport right she does a great job she's tried a little bit of everything yeah. as you've heard <laughs> and uh she is sees herself as an athlete that's the important part yeah. she loves to work out it's and and you know we have a short life and oh. her disability even though it's from birth it does progressively get worse right and so she takes the time and puts in the effort to train and right. make herself better right. in the little things she can do well because if she just didn't and just sat at home on the couch the apathy uh, uh, that word apathy? that's it start no that's not it Af- Anyway. Atrophy. Yeah, yes. there, so, it is. Ah, yeah go. <laughs> there it is. There's a letter like, missing. Is, is it up there on the side? I didn't see where it's at. You know, so that's the negative side of it. And the, she needs to instill in people, you still need to do some form of exercise. You know, what whatever you can do, you need to do it. And I think surrounding yourself with the right people, including family. Well, yeah, that's what I was thinking. And just letting the parents, the protectors know it's okay. It's okay I to can, throw. I can fall. Well, it's okay to throw them in the deep end, literally and figuratively. That's right? probably the biggest um, uh, impact we can make for young parents because, you know, we just want to protect our yeah, kids. Yeah, exactly. And if they're born with a disability, even more yeah. you know, pressure, fear that we have. And so that's we, where that overprotection comes in, which is detriment to the child. Because you've got to, and there's that thin, fine line from I'm throwing you in the pool to 
to I'm throwing you in the pool to understand why I'm throwing you into the pool. Yes. Yeah, when I talk to my students, because I, I take risks. That's why I have so many hobbies. But I go, I'm not reckless about it. They're calculated risks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you practice, you study, you. Yeah. Think Before um, you jump in the pool. Well, it's it's funny. Growing up, I don't think I ever did a calculated oh. risk. Cause All right. So, so there much are for that some story. <laughs> that was my job. You yeah. know. Uh, and she trusted you. as If you said, if you said we can do this. <laughs> Or let's try this. You were okay with it. Do you yeah. have an example? Um, well, it's funny getting. So when my dad first wanted to get me into surfing, I would fight him tooth and nail. I'm like, no. Oh, really? No. The water was cold, and uh, <laughs> oh, and uh, the bodysuits are probably really fun to get into, huh? Yes. Yeah, so you know. Dad, you can interrupt me at any point, but what I what I remember one, I had terrible vision growing up. I had glasses, so I couldn't see. This was before contacts, before LASIK. That's a whole other thing we had to deal with. But um, yeah, I would be at the skate park, and my dad would literally come to the skate park and be like, "Let's go, we're going surfing," and I'm like. But you said if I get myself to the skate park, I can skate. Like, I'm, I'm scared. I don't want to surf. And he's like, oh, come on, come on. It will be fun. And in the early moments, I would, you know, get water in the face mm-hmm. and be be scared out there and um, all that. And I would, I, I came in crying a few times. I'm like, mommy wouldn't bring me out of the water. And my mom's like, well, just tell him you want to come in. And I'm like, I did. He, he wouldn't let me. <laughs> so, but honestly, now I'm so thankful because he did. if he didn't do that, I wouldn't be where I am yeah. today. Today. So, uh, thanks, so you have so, a calculated. So how do people help out? I mean, is, is it, are you a 501c3 donations? Yes, we're a we're a five hundred one c three, and okay. it's called Team Quinn. I think the website's teamquinn.org. Right. My my daughters have taken it over, and they just do a great job. Uh-huh. And and uh, you know we're so fortunate that we were blessed with a kid with disabilities, or mm-hmm. more than one, because all my other kids under now they have an appreciation for right. that. And I think our last event, we had one in Cardiff a couple of weeks ago. We had sixteen athletes. Sometimes mm-hmm. first time in the water sure parents first time on the beach and so that's amazing and and we had maybe 50 60 volunteers so all these young people taking people out in the water right so they can they can contact us through the website or through social media and um does she do speaking engagements does she talk to groups she does so they can find that information on the website too yeah Come on, you're good. And you just said it. I want to emphasize it to any listener who might be considering it. No experience is required. I read that, but yeah. no experience for the potential surfer is required, correct? Right. Yeah, so. yeah as long as you so like cold far. water. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I I get to call myself a professional surfer, and I joke. All I do is hang on for, yeah, for, for dear life. For dear life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's my funny. gosh. That Yes. I have two things, and I look at the clock. One is a text that just came to me, and I've been given permission to tell you on air. 
Michael Lewis minus one is going to send this show to Gail and to Tony Hawk. Oh. <laughs> She's grinning really, really, really wide, right? Wide grin. Oh. Is she speechless? First time. Is she speechless, yeah, Tony? Yeah, first time. Mr. Hawk. I... She's speechless. She's a number one fan. Ah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> While... She's speechless. Let me write this down. Wow. We have it on tape. And then while she's catching her breath, maybe dad, while she's catching her breath, you have a huge event next weekend. Oh, yeah. We only have like two, a minute and a half. What's next weekend? Quinn is competing in the ISA World Championships for adaptive surfing. Where at? uh, In Huntington Beach. World Championships. She represents the U.S. She's the 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 prone two surfer. She's the only one that's ever represented the U.S. So that's exciting. This is her sixth or seventh year representing the U.S. Can the public come watch? Yeah, they can come watch. It's at the pier, and it'll be November fifth through the eleventh. Okay. And I think they can watch it online. Um, It's sponsored by the ISA. And uh, this is the organization that's working so hard. We're we're on the verge of getting some adaptive surfing called parasurfing into the Paralympics. Ah, we're going to stick. Can you believe this hour's over? Yeah, they don't have the headphones on to hear the music. Well, we're going to have to go, but it's just been a joy to meet you. You got got me to tear up. Thank you very much. Really? Oh. You know that's what happens. All right, we got to go. But hey, it's been wonderful. Again, check her out, uh, and it's Quinn Waitley. Waitley. Thank you, Michael Lewis, number one. Yeah, he's Minus the best. one. You yeah. are number one. He is number one. Well, I think Tony Hawk's number one. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about that later. All right, we're going to take a break. We come back. The You Ought to Know Show, FM Person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flint. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.